0: Have you heard about Salt River Automotive? Not only are we open for business and ready to serve you, we are sponsors of the BS in the Morning show on Westplex 107.1.
1: Check us out on Facebook at Salt River Automotive, LLC. See you soon.
2: Westplex 107.1. It is BS in the Morning. I am Shelly. She is Brad. It is 622. Shelly, good morning to you. How are you doing?
0: I'm doing wonderful. How are you? You know, I
2: am doing um, I'm having another one of these frustrating days. You know, it's already started. But yesterday- dude,
0: it's six twenty-three. I How know. Can we have a frustrating oh, day. No,
2: it's just one of those things. You know, I mean, like for example, yeah,
0: I do know actually. Can, can, can I tell you something?
2: Which is, I'm thinking. Okay, first off, smartest, just between you and me, the smartest woman in the world this morning uh, advised me that hard to believe. It's a hundred days till Christmas today, right now. Hundred days till Christmas. Really? N- yes. Now, having said that, yesterday. I had the I I needed something at Best Buy, okay, something for the studio, and I went to Best Buy and you know they close now like at six o'clock.
0: Do they really? Yeah, close at six o'clock.
2: I'm going like you know I got there at like six. Are they? Oh man, they're probably closed by eight. So I get there at like ten minutes till seven. Closed. Look at the door hours: ten a to six b Okay, now
0: you know, but don't you don't you ever go on google maps and and check them out and see what time they close the- oh that's Although that's not always updated because I I did that with them.
2: I was just going to say that because a lot of times you'll go on and, and it'll say, you know, these hours check with, you know, these, these hours may be different because of the, you know, whatever. There's a disclaimer on there. So it's like, okay, sometimes the hours are right. Sometimes they're not. So the answer to your question is, no, I don't bother because, you know, I've had that happen to me too, where it says they, you know, they're open now and you get there and they're not, you know what I mean? It's like, okay. So, but here's my question. Okay. 100 days okay. t- hundred days till Christmas. Don't you think they're going to have to start opening a little later as we get toward Christmas? Because Best Buy is the place that a lot of people buy Christmas presents at, you know? I mean, like, you know, if, if you're like a, a, a camera freak or like if, you know, if you're like rich... And matter of fact, uh, if, if you're a friend of the show and you realize that I have an old iPhone 7P or whatever the heck it is, which is like in bad shape and my... my it is
0: in really bad shape, my, everyone. My
2: <laughs> OtterBox case is like falling apart. Uh, and, you know, it would sure be nice to wake up on Christmas morning and find that new iPhone that somebody bought me at Best Buy underneath the Christmas tree. Hint, hint, hint. Uh, anyway, so, I mean, don't you Does
0: think, that go along with your favorite car, your Mercedes?
2: No, I don't want a Mercedes. No, I want a Ferrari. You always
0: used to What, no. what did your old boss used to say? Oh, about he, the Mercedes?
2: Yes, he yeah. said that was Ron Grubbs. He would always oh, wasn't okay. P- I love he put that. out that memo. He said and said in case you're 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 curious, my car size is four fifty SEL, which was at the time <laughs> like the, the like Cute. the one of the big the big Mercedes. Okay, so the point I'm trying to make is. Don't you think now that we're within a hundred days of Christmas that places like Best Buy's are Best Buy's going to have to open past six o'clock at night? You know because well,
0: they're probably doing it now. Which you know, if it's to save money, it seems to me like they would be open like maybe mid morning to mid evening.
2: Well, at least to like 7. You know, like seven. shift their
0: hours. Well, at least like to like two hours well, but forward. they
2: they they uh they open they open at 10. 10 in the morning because I went up and looked at the hours going like, "Okay, where You know what, They're closed. You know the the big the big uh, door was down. You know, they have like that big door so you can't crash your car through this door. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. And anyway, uh, I went up to the you know the door because the hours are real small on the door, and you can't get close enough because they got those big concrete barriers, so you can't crash your car through the front door. You know, it's like they have places like a, it
0: must be a thing.
2: It places like a fortress. Anyway, so I got out of my truck and walked up there and looked. Okay, ten a to six p. I'm going. Damn, they're only open eight hours a day. You know, and and now now look at this. Here's the other thing. I had someone say to me recently, "Isn't it a good thing that?" All these stores are now open. Now not open 24 hours a day, and I thought to myself, why is that not a good thing? And here we go again, where this thing that like there well, well, shouldn't people shouldn't be out shopping at two or three o'clock, three o'clock in the morning? Okay, once again, that is your life. Your life is maybe you're a nine to five or something like that, and you get up at seven, seven thirty, and you get in your car and you drive to work, but you know, as society becomes more a -a 24-hour-a-day society and people are working. I mean, look at your daughter. Your daughter's in the hospital. The hospital doesn't say, well, you know, uh, we're going to close at 10 o'clock, and and we're going to shut the emergency room down at 10 o'clock at night. We're not going to open up till 6 in the morning because, you know, people shouldn't be out um, riding around and having car accidents and things like that at at 2 o'clock in the morning, so we're just going to shut the emergency room down. No, because more than ever, things happen 24-7. And like we're here in the St. Louis area, look at all the companies that are running 24 7 enterprise, big local company. I mean, you know, they support uh, people. Matter of fact, I believe that data center out there on Highway 40, uh, right on the north side of 40, between what is that, Research Park and, and the 94 exit, I believe that, uh, that, that operation runs 24 hours a day. Uh, there's another place right behind it, which is either T-Mobile or Verizon. I can't remember which one it is. That also runs 24 hours a day because you drive by the place at you know three o'clock in the morning. There's a bunch of cars in the parking lot, and the idea being is is that just because you have their traditional, well, I work, you know, I go to work at nine o'clock and I get off at five and I go home and I eat dinner at six, you know, there are all sorts of people that work crazy weird shifts. Uh, I mean, you know, like for example, a lot of people don't even realize the post office. Okay, right now, before there's any mail being delivered, like for the past two, three, four, five, six hours, like from midnight to right around now, there's guys downtown processing all the mail because when you mail a mail, you know, letter or package, no matter what, which branch you go to in the St. Louis metro area, it—I don't know about Illinois, but I know Missouri—it ends up in downtown St. Louis and it goes through the downtown post office and then. Uh, it's sorted, and then it goes in trucks and it goes out to the various post offices. And the same thing coming in, big tractor trailers and you know the 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 you know the uh, the airlines come in and they the mail that's far, St. Louis comes into St. Louis, goes through the <clears throat> excuse me, the downtown post office is put in the trucks that go out to the individual post offices in your neighborhood, and then that's sorted. That's all done between like, you know ten o'clock at night and six o'clock in the morning. So, there's all sorts of people working downtown. And, you know, my point being is like, okay, so if you're working like nine to five and you get off work and you start work at nine and you get off at five, and by the time you get out, you know, get, you know, somewhere and you go to a Best Buy, they close in a half an hour. You know, what I mean? it's like, okay, don't quite get that. But, ah, who knows? Maybe they're doing so much business online, you know, they can just afford to have those kind of hours. I just thought was sort of weird. And continues to be weird. But my point being is, do you think that like a month from now or for sure two months from now when it's like, you know, uh, November 15th, do you think they're going to be still closing at six o'clock?
0: I hope not.
2: (laughs) I would think they would be a little bit later, you know, because because anyway. I'm not going to beat a dead horse. I guess it was just sort of frustrating. So in
0: other words, you're pouting because you weren't able to get your part.
2: Well, once again, I mean, this is, I get it that the pandemic has changed everything. But there are some people that are saying. It
0: really has. I'm so over it. I'm done.
2: But there are some people saying that it changed things for the good. Because like I mentioned, my original comment. Well, why do we need 24-hour Walmarts? Okay. And the crazy part of that is most of the time. Even though you know, if they do close the doors, there's people in there stocking the shelves, and the whole idea behind that's true. The whole that idea, is true. well, it's the same thing like at Schnooks and Deerbergs. You know, the the night crew comes in there, and you know, and and think about it. Some of the places actually have the you know the bakeries. You know, they're actually baking stuff in the in the store. Um, you know, um, and and if you show up at six o'clock and want your donuts. Guess what? They didn't make them at 5:55. You know, they started hours before then making those donuts. And once again, why not just have the store open? Because you know, obviously, at two, three, four o'clock in the morning, it's not like there's a gazillion people in the stores. You have a couple, maybe one checker, and everybody's in there stocking shelves anyway. Why not have the door open, right? Just like, just like there used to be, and go back way back when in the radio business. A lot of the stations, when the FM stations first went on the air back in the 50s and 60s, a lot of them went off the air at like 10 o'clock at night. Didn't come back on air till 6 o'clock in the morning
0: so did the television i know
2: i remember that remember the old days where yes. you know, the, the last thing the, i you have remember the national is, anthem you know we now sign off i am off.
0: dave sinclair and here's my address
2: well and then they and then they would sign off you know you know ksdk now leaves the air ksdk hey. broadcasts um, you know with a license from the fcc you know and then they'd play the national anthem da, 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 yes da, da, they would that, yeah, and oh, then and yes then and then either the station transmitter would go off the air or they'd throw up tone and bars you know you'd hear the Doo, and you'd see the color bars up there. So yeah, yes. I'm, I'm, I
0: didn't know that radio did that, but I knew TV did.
2: Oh that. yeah, 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 yeah. And the early days.
0: Claire put me to bed every night.
2: Yeah, in the early days of of, of FM FM. A lot of stations went off the air at like ten o'clock. You know for sure, like by I midnight. There's still did not know that there's still stations that do that. Some of the small market stations still you know shut down at you know like at at, at, at ten o'clock at night. You know, and That's
0: not us, though. We are on 24-7, 365.
2: When the transmitter works and all the computers are up and running. So. And the squirrels are you know, keeping up. <laughs> right. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry, the kitties. Weather. We're going to have Jennifer
0: Wojcicki
2: come on in a minute here and give us our weather. Um, I talked to my son yesterday afternoon. My oldest son lives down in Pensacola. Uh, man, this, this hurricane, Sally, whatever it is down there, it's just hanging down there. I looked at the the radar this morning, and I'm going like, okay, it looks like it's pretty much the same it as it was yesterday. And they're talking about, in some areas, as much as 30 inches of rain. My son, my oldest son, Brett, love him to death, but he's not Mr. Communications. And I was thinking maybe next hour I'll give him a call on the air and see if he actually answers the phone and talk to him and see what he says. What do you think?
0: I think that that's a great idea, actually.
2: Because according to the radar... He's like in the hurricane right now, and I know when I talked to him last night, he's not leaving. So, <laughs> it, it could.
0: It's like, son, you can come home. Oh, I'm going to stick it out, Dad. Well,
2: he's not going anywhere. He could go to the north. You know, he could go. He'd go like an hour north. He wouldn't
0: be able to, really, because I'm sure that you know people are. It's bumper to bumper.
2: No, not down there. It's not. It's not like. Not like Florida and places like that. I mean, that.
0: people trying to get out.
2: No, it's not as bad down there. No, no, P- Pensacola is not a huge town. I mean, I think it's like hundred thousand people, maybe more than that. I'll look it up. But it's not. You know, it's 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 got interstates running through it, and it's not. It's 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 they, they don't have that problem down there. It's not like that, that's floor- where
0: my husband's from. Pensacola. Yep.
2: Originally, that's where he was born.
0: He was born in Crestview, which is a couple. Mm- it's probably about 100 miles from Pensacola. Well,
2: if we'll call my son next hour, and if I can't get him, I will tell the story of my son has something that I'm very jealous of.
0: Oh, don't be jelly.
2: No, no. I'll, I'll tell the story, and I, I still get a kick out of it because when he told me the story, I'm going, you've got what? And it's a particular license that he has.
0: Oh, okay.
2: Okay. It is 635. Westplex 107.1. It is BS in the morning. I'm Shelley. She is Brad. It is 644. Okay, Shelley, I have to ask you a question and get your opinion on things. Okay?
0: Okay. okay.
2: We have all these uh, demonstrations, riots, whatever you want to call them, protests, like in uh, Seattle and Portland, places like that, even, even here in St. Louis. And uh, people were arrested and they got out of jail and nothing ever happened to them. Did you hear what happened in Lancaster, Pennsylvania? I did not. There was a police shooting. Unfortunately, the police shot a guy and killed him. But the reason they shot him, because he was attacking the police with a knife. As a matter of fact, there's even body camera uh, video of the uh, man literally you know, coming at a police officer, arm raised, big old knife in his right hand. He's trying to stab the cop. So they shot him and killed him. OK, so and, you know, once again,
0: was the cop white and the gentleman black?
2: I do believe that was the case. Yes. OK, so yeah. and and
0: because if it was the other way around, we wouldn't be hearing.
2: about well, it. Well, but here we go where apparently the the gentleman, I think he was like in his mid to late 20s, um, has some mental issues. And I'm not saying that in a derogatory way. I mean, that's what his mother said. He was had some serious mental issues. So, you know, once again. Police are called, some kind of a call, disturbance call. They show up. Here's this guy, and you can see, you can go online and find the pictures all over the place. Uh, he's got a knife. He's chasing people around, comes after the cops. They tell him to, you know, drop the knife, stop, charges a the cop. They shoot him, and he's dead. A bunch of protesters protested in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. A bunch of them, you know, broke windows out of doors and things like that. The cops videotaped the protest and identified several of them, arrested them, put them in jail, and set their bond, ready for this, at a million dollars. Boom. <laughs> yes. And, uh,
0: Thank you, Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Well,
2: but now they're getting like, well, no, hold on a minute now. That's terrible. They set their bond at a million bucks. And essentially, the idea is, like, now think about this for a minute, okay? Isn't it human nature that if you're in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, And you go, hey, let's go out and protest tonight. You know, wow, we'll go out because that was a terrible shooting the other night. And we're going to go protest that. And then your friend's going to say to you, yeah, but I don't know if we want to do that. Because those people that were protesting the other night that, you know, got a little bit out of hand and were throwing bricks and rocks and were, you know, damaging property. uh, They're in jail right now and they're under a million dollar bond. Um, Maybe we not should. Maybe we shouldn't protest. Get what I'm saying? Exactly. <laughs> I mean, I'm going like, if there's no concept, I mean, you know. Once again, this is once I'm a libertarian. And once again, people say, well, you're for anarchy. No, libertarians do not uh, you know, want anarchy. We want things controlled, but we don't think, want things minutely controlled. We don't want the fact that that, you know, that if you um, have a certain size shingles on your house, that you know, the county can come and write you a ordinance violation because you don't have the right kind of shingles. Get what I'm saying? I mean, if your roof's in good shape and the shingles look okay, that's fine but it gets to be a little bit ridiculous. Same reason that I don't like it when I'm driving down a highway doing the speed limit plus five and some guy passes me at 120 miles an hour. Once again, that is dangerous activity because all it would take is for somebody to you know look in their rear view mirror and switch lanes and all of a sudden be in front of the guy, not realizing they just switched lanes in front of a guy who's doing 120 and carnage develops, okay? And, yes. and to the point where... Once again, the law is there for a purpose. Now, if you're driving down the highway and you're doing 65 and a 60 and you get pulled over by the police and he writes you a ticket. And once again, I'm a guy who got a ticket for 26 and a 20. Once upon a time, I was just speeding like a crazy man through a 20 mile an hour zone. I was doing six miles over the limit. You know, and some people could say, well, you were doing more than 25% over the limit. Yeah, but it was 20 miles an hour speed limit. You know, that's getting a little bit nasty. You know what I mean? And, and I get it. People say, well, the law says 60. You should, if you do 61, you should get a ticket. Yeah, I get it. But the law also you says. You do
0: every bit of 55. Matter of fact, when you drive, Brad, you're, you're close to the minimum.
2: I told you that was my dad. I still remember going back and forth between Missouri and Illinois with my dad, and I, you know I can't remember which one's which. I believe Missouri had this 40, 40 mile an hour minimum, and Illinois had the forty five. And so, if we were in Missouri, we were doing forty, and then when we crossed into Illinois, he sped it up to forty five. And I am not—I mean, we had he had cruise control in his car way back when. And I, I, I'm not I'm not kidding when I say that that was what he did, and I'm going like okay that was my dad, and I'm not you know I'm not the guy you know it's interesting I heard a traffic engineer um, say something really interesting years ago and it stuck with me he said the number one cause of accidents on interstate highways is dissimilar speed, and I was like it was like he put it in like those few words I'm going like huh, and I thought about that for a minute. Number one cause in accidents on highways is dissimilar speed. Think about that for a minute. If everybody is driving exactly 60 miles an hour on 270 or 40 or 4470 and everybody's equal spaced, if someone if something happens and someone has to slow down, everybody can slow down accordingly. But his point was that you have people who are doing the minimum, you know, like whatever it is 40, 45, and then you have people who are doing 80. And when the 80 guy comes up behind the 40 guy and the 40 guy makes a lane change and the 80 guy has to evade him, that's when carnage happens. You know what I'm saying? I do. And the point being that if, everything, if everybody were driving the same speed and people weren't you know, you know, weaving in and out of traffic, I had a guy pass me the other day on 270 going southbound, pass me on the shoulder. <laughs> you know, I'm going like, okay, whatever. Because
0: you were driving <laughs> no, 40.
2: No, because he was doing like 80, 90 miles an hour down the highway, and, you know, he couldn't get past, you know, like there was four lanes. with southbound 270, um, right there uh, coming up on 44, just south of Big Ben, and the guy... Uh, well, well, no, no, and it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't. There was further north because there was, there was still a shoulder there. When you get down south on 270, the shoulder disappears and you got the dedicated um, um, turn lane that goes on to 44. But it was before that. And I mean, he passed me on the shoulder. And I'm going, like, okay. And then, you know, and then as soon as he passed me, he, he cuts over five lanes and he's in the fast lane. I'm going, like, okay, where's the cop when you need him? You know what I'm saying? Don't you wish you could make. I, I, They're all
0: on uh, Highway 70 going east and no, west no. <laughs> in, in St. Charles. No, that's where no. they are. Anyway,
2: so, so that's, that's the goofy law. Okay, next hour, we're going to try to call my son down to Pensacola, see if he answers the I'm phone, excited. see how he's doing. I'm excited and for that. also, I want to talk about the picture on my Facebook page, which has been, which has been uh, a source of a lot of people being upset. And I was really so surprised at this. Because, Which
0: picture is that? Uh, we we'll have talk. many pictures on Facebook. Well,
2: it's the one that has you, um, you know, uh, dancing on the bar in, uh, at, uh, at Pops over in East St. Louis, over in Sauget.
0: That wasn't for Facebook, Brad. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: and, and, and by the way, <laughs> what? I, I don't know if you know about this or not, but, you know, they're still closed over there. Do you know that?
0: Are they really? Oh yeah,
2: place is shut down. Hasn't been open for like months. You, you know, know what? You know, say pops. what you will
0: about um, women who take their clothes off. Yeah, those are some hardworking women. Well, you know, and a lot of them hey, are putting themselves through school. Hey, there's, there's a lot of them are putting their kids through college. There's men. That, I mean, that's really true. They, these are real people.
2: There's men that do and that, and they're
0: actually quite lovely. Well,
2: there's men that do that too. You know? Yeah, I know. You, know, you don't think they're putting their kids through school and being quite lovely?
0: I I don't I, I really don't like male strippers. I think they're rude.
2: <laughs> they're rude. And the wi- I do. and the women's strippers are nice and, and, and Yes,
0: they are. <laughs> but men strippers, they're just rude.
2: <laughs> so so I shouldn't tell you the the time years and years and years ago. I mean years ago, uh, when one of my buddies got married and we did the, the obligatory Uh, trip over to one of the east side for his bachelor party and Uh and the stripper threw something at me what was it should I tell the story next hour
0: I don't know how bad is it
2: she threw money at me
0: because she deserved a five and you gave her a one
2: I'll tell the story next hour okay
0: oh okay it's 654.
2: Westplex 107.1 Miley Cyrus with the new voice right there. Remember we talked about that last week. I heard her on the Joe Rogan interview uh, where she said that uh, too much drinking, too much cigarettes, too much stress in her voice, and she had to have surgery in her voice. So now she's got a new voice. And when she talks, she talks like that. And you think I'm kidding. I'm not. I should have pulled a little part of that interview and played it. She's got a very husky voice now. And she always sort of had that to a certain extent. But man, it's it's a what is Sounds she
0: like? kind of like a young version of Stevie Nicks.
2: Um, nah, Stevie Nicks has a little softer voice. I, I
0: could hear her saying ooh ooh
2: well, don't, ooh. don't don't you think in that song she that the her voice has sort of an edge sort of a an edge to it, you know what I mean?
0: Yes. Didn't you have a voice change when I, you were I younger? I did.
2: I had surgery when I was uh, 20, 23, 24, something like that. Changed my changed my voice. Yeah.
0: And didn't you almost get fired?
2: No, 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 no. I almost got I almost got burnt up in a hotel in Rochester, Minnesota, waiting for my surgery at the Mayo Clinic. Yeah, I had to go to the Mayo Clinic to have my throat surgery. How's that? How many people can say that? You know, uh, but but
0: your boss didn't recognize who you were.
2: Yeah, yeah. You know, well, my program director got in trouble because the general manager of the station called him. I was on. I went back my first shift back. I was off for like two weeks. Had my surgery, and I had to recover from my surgery. And first shift I did was on a Sunday. And my, the main boss, the boss boss, general manager, Ted Smith, was sitting at his pool uh, listening to the radio station. And he didn't recognize me because I had a new voice. So he called up my program director and said, I thought I told you to not hire anybody until I approve them. And my boss said to his boss, who's my boss's boss, that's Brad. And Ted said, that's not Brad. I know Brad's voice. But it was me because I had a new voice I did <laughs> a new voice there's a couple of tapes of me out and around with my old voice and every once in a while I'll find them and I'll play them for people people go that's not you yeah that's me that's before my throat surgery so you know one of those things okay first off um, we have sponsors for BS in the morning. We have two sponsors right now. And Shelly tells me she's going to have a third one today. And I say, who's that? She says, I don't know, but I'm going to get one today. Like that attitude. Okay, our first sponsor is Salt River,
0: River Automotive.
2: Automotive. And they are on Salt River Road, uh, just east of 79 the out there. And phone number, 636-900-SALT. 636-900-SALT. They have a Facebook page up, not a web page yet, uh, so if you want to hunt down there, what, what's the listing of their Facebook page, Shelley?
0: Salt River Automotive, LLC.
2: Okay, so if you plug that in, you search Facebook, you should find out where they're at. it will give you all the information. All other sponsor is Angie Harness, who is a real estate agent par excellence, uh, as uh, Shelly calls her, the sultry minx. I'm still trying to figure out what that means. I hope that's a compliment. it,
0: It is a compliment.
2: And she is a... Incredible real estate agent. Once you meet her, yes, you will feel very comfortable with her because she is one of those people that you can tell gets things done. And if she does, and if actually, you're trying,
0: and she's a senior specialist, meaning she's a relocation specialist for people who are transitioning from either a smaller house to a bigger, you know, from a bigger house to a smaller house, you know, as they, you know, transition. That's a hard thing. Right for people to actually get rid of their their home house.
2: But most importantly, she gets things done. And that's important yes, if, you're trying, if you're trying to sell your house, you're trying to buy a house. If you want to buy a house, she's the lady to call. If you want to sell your house, she's the lady to call. Angie Harness, she check is. her out and she'll be more than happy to help you. Now, let's try, I'm going to try for a minute. My son lives down in Pensacola and the hurricane is, I talked to him last night and he was going to weather it out. So let me see if I can get a hold of him. He, he rarely ever answers the phone. And He probably won't recognize this number. Okay, hold on a minute. One ringy-dingy. Maybe
0: then he will answer the phone. Okay.
2: Okay, we'll see what happens here. This is my son, Brett, who lives in Pensacola. And when I talked to him yesterday, he probably won't answer. Hello, Brett. This is your father, and you're on the Thank air right you. now. So don't say anything bad, okay? Okay. <laughs> I can tell you're excited, right? Okay. Yeah. So we talked last night. You're still at home, correct?
3: I'm over at a friend's house, a little further north than my house.
2: Oh, so you abandoned your place. So how, how bad is it right now?
3: Um, it's getting pretty rowdy. Uh, getting close to having the eye wall hit here, so it's. It's raining pretty good. Wind's whipping
2: good. We got some pine trees down in the back. Wow. So I mean would you say what what's the wind? Sixty, eighty miles an hour? Is that about a good good guess? Yeah, in gust I'd say, yeah. Okay, so and is it like uh raining like crazy? I've never been in a hurricane before. I mean like visibility. If you look out the window, how far can you see?
3: Um I mean visibility is pretty decent. The worst in reports from anywhere from thirty inches to some ground stations have reported fifty inches, but I don't—I don't know if that's true. Fifty. There's been a lot of rain in the past twelve hours.
2: Fifty inches of rain? Yeah. Wow. Wow. Now, now, how far north are you? I don't know where your friend lives. Where? How far north does he live?
3: Uh, I'm about two miles north of Interstate 10 right now, so probably, by the gas, like, well, nine miles from the coast.
2: So your nine mile uh, your your friend's place is nine miles from the coast. Yours is what about a mile or so?
3: I'm about a mile to two miles from the north end of Pensacola Bay.
2: So is 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 everything pretty much shut down? And Shelly Shelly, my my co host here in the morning, she was saying that people have left. Is that the case? Did a lot of people leave, like when you see like in Florida. Like I mean, you're obviously in the Panhandle, but uh, is is pretty much everybody there hunkering down?
3: Yeah, for the most part, most people stayed for this. From what I'm gathering, most people don't get too excited until it's a known category three.
2: Yeah. So what you're at, you're at a one, almost a two right now, isn't that what it is?
3: Um, well, they're saying winds 105, almost 110. So it may be once they go back and review it, it may be bumped to a category three. Wow,
2: no kidding. So what kind of a place does your friend live in?
3: Just normal uh,
2: ranch brick house. Okay. Like, is it is is like the walls creaking and the roof creaking and stuff like that?
3: the we got a closed in back porch, and that and we were outside watching it come through, and that was rattling and creaking a little bit, but so nothing too
2: crazy in the house, so this isn't freaking you out,
3: not really. I've just assumed that my stuff's wrecked, so you
2: you're not freaked out because because you used to live with me, right?
3: That's it, hundred <laughs> percent we used to sit on the front porch and watch tornadoes, so
2: <laughs> we did. <laughs> Okay, okay, so so are, is, is are, are you working today or is your work shut down?
3: No, we're shut down. We shut down early on Monday and then we were going to try to go back today, but this made landfall right about Well we'd be opening the shop would open ten minutes ago. So it's uh, we're definitely not going to do anything.
2: Now, obviously Pensacola, big uh, uh, Navy base there. Did, did they move all the planes out of there? Did they fly them up um, up out to other air bases?
3: Usually yeah, that usually that's the, the the deal, they'll fly most of the stuff inland. I don't know what the plans were for this one, but yeah, usually I know like when Michael hit well some of the F twenty twos are stuck there, but usually they'll take most of the planes up into the uh an inland airbase.
2: But but those hangars down there are are designed to uh, withstand that, correct?
3: For the most part, but if it gets rowdy like Michael was with a Cat Five, it, it still shredded a lot of those hangers and ripped a lot of their stuff off. There's nothing, not much you can do against 150 plus mile hour sustained winds.
2: Yeah, I would imagine. Okay, now I, I, I appreciate you answering the phone because we wanted to see what's going on with it down there. I do have to ask you the question, and you know, I'm jealous of one thing you have, and you know what that is?
3: Uh, my rugged good looks. <laughs>
2: He's my son, yes. No, your UXO license. You know what I'm talking about?
3: Oh, yeah, my uh, unexploded ord- ordinance license.
2: <laughs> my son tells me this story. This is my son, Brett. And what is this, Eglin Air Force Base? Mm-hmm. So... They open up different, and Eglin isn't that like the largest base in the country, the largest landmass or something like that? Isn't that what what that it's? Isn't that yeah? The, if not in the world, I know it is in the country. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's 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 a huge place, and they have what artillery ranges down there. And during World War II, they used it for practice for bombing runs, and they, they still, use they still use it. You can hear them at night sometimes. Really, really, the bombing yeah. runs? No kidding. So yep. So. My so Brett, my son, who's on the phone with us right now, tells me this story that what you take your motorcycle up there or your are your ATV? What is it? Your motorcycle? Uh, uh, my motorcycle. Okay, and they open up different parts of the base for um, civilians just to do trail riding and stuff like that, right? Yep. Yeah. But you have to have a UXO license. Explain what that is.
3: Uh, you had to take a class, basically, to know what to do if you stumble upon unexploded bombs in the woods.
2: <laughs> so, what do they show you, pictures of, like, bombs and grenades and things like that? Yeah,
3: and basically says uh, run away and don't touch it, don't even look at it.
2: And and is, didn't you tell me you're supposed to take, like, surveyor's tape with you or something like that and mark the spot and then go back and report it? Yep, yeah. I Call one of the ranger stations in the area. So, have you ever come up a- I and mean, you're up there with your motorcycle, your dirt bike? Have you ever come across any unexploded ordnance? No, I've never seen
3: any yet. You find a lot of tank shells and old planes and stuff out there, but I haven't seen any bombs.
2: Really? So, I mean, but do you see? Do you see like old planes? Are they like? Are they are they just like junked out there, or are they crashed or what?
3: Um, there's a like there's some A fours and stuff out there that they use. That's where a lot of the uh, PJs and stuff train. That's where special uh, Air Force special operations are out of. So they'll do a lot of uh, like down plane recovery training and things like that.
2: So, so th- these are, they're simulating that someone's like crashed in a plane and then they're like uh, what rescuing them out of these old junk planes. Yep. Yeah. I'll be darned. Okay. So, so, so you have your UXO license and and you have to show that before you go in, right?
3: Uh, you're in a registry on there, and you have to keep all that stuff with you. So I have it on my phone. But yeah, if you get stopped by, a, if you stop by MPS while you're out there, you have to show them that you have all that.
2: Huh? Now, is is did you have to pay for that, or is that like a free course?
3: No, that's 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 free. But you have to pay for essentially it's a like a recreation permit. Okay, so I pay twelve dollars for a, a
2: recreational fishing and land usage permit out there. Is that a year or like per month or what? Uh, yeah, $12 a year. $12 a year. So you have to have your permit and you have to have your UXO license. So when you find those unexploded bombs, has, do you know, has anybody ever found any?
3: Oh, yeah. People come across stuff a lot out there. It's I mean, you're talking hundreds of thousands of acres that's been used since World War II. So there's a lot of random stuff out there.
2: Are there like like, can you see like bomb craters and things like that? Certain areas, yeah. Wow. And 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 so you and they still use it at night. They do bombing practice out there.
3: Yeah, they'll do. You'll you'll. If I met some of my friends, which are a little further east than Pensacola, out towards the woods, you can hear them, You can hear it popping off some nights.
2: Wow. <laughs> and and it's not the gunshots for me, St. Louis, right? Like like it is here, right?
3: Nope, nope. It's actual. Uh, the actual air force, <laughs> hey, a little heavier ordnance than you think of us.
2: Okay, so uh, are you going to stay? Uh, you're, you're at Devon's place then, right?
3: No, no, I'm at it my buddy Jason, so.
2: Okay, are you going to hang there until until the the um, the the sto- the hurricane comes through?
3: Yeah, it's pretty much. I mean, we're it's calm where I'm at right now. I think we're kind of inside the. Well, it's calmer than it was. Uh,
2: Okay, well, I just wanted to check on you, because uh, I'm looking at the radar right now. I'm thinking to myself, it don't look good for my son, Brett, in Pensacola. No, we're getting whacked right now, for sure. Okay, have a good one. Appreciate you talking to me. No problem, see you. Okay, bye. My son, Brett.
0: (laughs) And he is your son. (laughs)
2: And we used to do that. We used he's to...
0: like your mini me, isn't he? <laughs> well
2: no, he's not mini. He's six foot six and weighs like two fifty. He's like he's like
0: He's a tall drink of water.
2: Well, you know, my other two sons are tall. I mean, you know, my my my, my he's my oldest son. My middle son is 6 foot 8 and my youngest son is like 6 foot 4, okay? Now, my my middle son and my youngest son are like basketball players. They're like sort of, you know, tall and slender, you know? I mean like I mean I shouldn't say slender, but in other words, they're not built like my my oldest son. Brett's built like He you know, he played foot a tank. Well, he played football in high school and he was a lineman. So, you know, if you know what most linemen on football teams look like, they're big dudes. You know what I mean? They got big broad shoulders and they got a big barrel chest and that's way he is. He's got big old, you know, big you know, he's he's got legs that, you know, he kick you and you he puts put you in the next zip code, you know, that kind of stuff. And, yeah. and uh, he's just a big guy. And what's interesting is he's sort of a laid back guy. You know, he's sort of, you know, sort of, you know, doesn't really get too excited most of the time. And you sort of heard him, he's sort of like, you know.
0: And he even let me selfie with him.
2: <laughs> yeah, he's, 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 but, but what's interesting about him is, is that talking about a life change, you know, he's born here and lived his entire life. And then one god, I guess it's been like five years ago. He says to his mom and me, you know what, things haven't been going well for me here. I think I need to go somewhere else. So he literally gets on his motorcycle one day and drives his motorcycle down to Pensacola, Florida. Drives all the way down to Pensacola, Florida to see a friend of his. And his friend Devin, his, his wife, is in the air, is in the Navy. She's an air traffic controller. Matter of fact, she's like a like she's like way up the food chain now. She's like a instructor, and if you know the Pensacola base, there's where the Blue Angels are, and that's like where the you know that's a lot of the pilot training is done for the Navy. And um, anyway, so he goes down there and he comes back like you know week two weeks later. Well, I rented a place. I'm moving to Pensacola. And next week, you know, a couple weeks later, we packed up a U-Haul and off he went, and he you know moved down there. So what worries me is what he's saying is his house where he lives is in a real low area and he's had he hasn't had hurricane damage before but he's had a foot of water in his place because you know i mean you go in a lot of you know here in st louis you get sort of spoiled by the fact that you know we got hills and you know and pretty much for the most part you know okay you know certain roads you know missouri bottom road floods here um you know uh, certain roads before they rebuilt them in st charles county floods here you know you pretty much know that well down there you know, where he's north of the Gulf of Mexico. I mean, everything floods because it's flat as a board. You know, I mean it's not like it's it's you know, it's like it's like Florida. You know, when you go to Florida, once you hit Florida, it's pretty flat. You drive along I five, not I five, I four, um, you know, down to Orlando and place like that, you know, down to Miami, ninety five, you know, stuff like that. It's 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 pretty flat. And that's what worries me is that if they're half, and he said, so "What did he say? Fifty inches of rain at some of the monitoring
0: stations? Can you imagine that? Fifty yeah, inches was, of rain? It was, it was quite significant, actually. Wow!
2: I mean, and they—they were—they were warning thirty plus. So you know, when he said when he said fifty, I'm like, man, I, I heard they said they we're going to do thirty, but not fifty. So anyway. So yeah, he's.
0: That was actually a lovely conversation. I'm so glad you did that. (laughs) I'm
2: surprised he answered the phone. I bet
0: he was excited too.
2: He never answers the phone, and the line I call him on is a number is a number that nobody knows because it's you know one of our little secret numbers we have here at the radio station. (laughs) It's the bad phone. It's the bad phone. So uh, you know we never give it out. And sometimes when we call people, people we tell them, hey, it's going to be a three one four number, you know. And okay, okay, got it. So anyway, that's my son Brett. Um, That's my son Brett. Who's the one who was born and essentially he died? I, I guess I put that very, very um, you know, put it out there and uh, brought him back to life. Spent two weeks in the NICU, and the crazy thing was, he was born ten pounds, ten ounces. Okay,
0: that's like a little baby. calf. <laughs>
2: yeah, he's a he was a big kid. Yeah, and he was. When he was in Poor the Vicky. well, when he was in the NICU. Uh, when they had him, like, sometimes, uh, and this was the old NICU at at the baby factory there at St. John's, yeah, Mercy. Yeah, at,
0: I was actually in that baby factory about the same time you were. When was that? Uh,
2: 83 or 84? 84. 84.
0: Okay, no, I was there in 83.
2: Um, anyway, um, when I would be outside, there's, like, a little viewing area, and you could look in, and they used to keep him up by the window. And I would be in there, you know, I'd come every day and, and check him out. And they'd let me in from time to time, you know, but I couldn't spend a lot of time in there. You know, now they wouldn't. You know how things have changed. But back then, they'd let you in. And I'd look, and people would come up, and they'd say, oh, look at that older baby. He must have had to come back to the hospital. Oh, because, you know, he's in there with these babies that are like, you know, three, four, five pounds that were born prematurely. And that's most of the NICU. It's, it's, you know, premature. It's preemius and here he's this big 10 pounds 10 ounce kid, you know, and uh, he made it through. Thank you, Dr. Olander. So, anyway,
0: it's 7:22.
2: And I didn't hold it. I got to do something here. I got to do this. I got to do this. And I got to press this button. Now it's 7:22. Westplex 107.1 it is BS in the morning. I am Shelley. She is Brad, and that's how we roll. Uh good morning, Shelly, How you doing? I'm doing wonderful, Brad. How are you? Oh, I forgot to turn you on there. Uh I got a problem here with the computer again. Darn it, darn it, darn it, darn it. And darn it's it. called Shelly Bar. No, no, no. It skipped a couple things. Here, let me do this. Okay, here we go. Okay. Oh, now yeah, I'm just good like Shelly
0: Bar. She skips no, 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 every day.
1: No, 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 no.
2: You know, I was just, I was just looking online here, and uh, we just talked to my son a couple Did minutes ago. Did you
1: Google ago. my name?
2: No. I was, I was looking online oh. about this deal with the hurricane, and man, this is not looking good because they're saying this hurricane's moving at like two to three miles an hour. As far as, I mean, not, you know, not, you know, not the winds of the hurricane, but the hurricane itself is moving two to three miles an hour. And as it stays, you know, in the northern part of the Gulf, right along the Gulf Coast there in Alabama and Florida, it's just sucking more water and water and water. So when my son, just we had on a couple minutes ago, talked about they're already saying that in some areas they've had upwards of 30 to 50 inches of rain. Um, doesn't look good. I'm, I'm a little worried about him. So, I mean, and this thing has just hit. I I, did, I thought it hit late last night. I'm seeing the stuff here that it happened um, earlier this morning. Matter of fact, the National Weather Service says, uh, uh, where's the thing I saw here? It said that uh, NWS said that it, it just hit east of Mobile at four, 4 o'clock this morning. And you figure if it's moving at three to 2 to 3 miles, and you got 4 a.m., Hurricane Sally update. The northern eyewall continues to pummel the coast this morning with hurricane force winds. Stay in your shelter and hunker down. If you live on the coast, this is far from over. So they're talking about how it's moving extremely slow. So
0: so my daughter, um, she's my bonus daughter. She's a uh, master chief, command master chief. Yeah. And she's stationed in
2: New Orleans, right? There, there. She's she's further west. So no, so far, you know, all these hurricanes that there was grim predictions for New Orleans. So far, her, uh, New Orleans has dodged the bullet on this one and the ones we had last that's week what as she well, said, too. Yeah, yeah. So, so which is good because you know they don't need any more problems. They they have had enough problems with Katrina and still rebuilding from that. And that's been what did we say the other day. That's 15 years ago. Is that what yeah, we it's said? It's
0: been a while. Wow, a hard chunk to believe. Of, chunk of time for okay. sure.
2: Okay. Um, Bring you up to date on something we talked about last hour, which I said I would mention, okay? Years yes. ago, when in my younger years, and I don't even think I was married then. I think this was like pre-married. One of my friends was, you know, it used to be the Theo. I don't know if it is now. I mean, I don't know with guys getting married. Do they still do the trip to the east side to the strip clubs? Well, you can't now because they're all shut down. But, you know, like the bachelor Which is a party shame.
0: Thing. I wonder what Pops is doing.
2: I don't know. We're not doing anything. You know, it's closed. That's really, I'm telling you. It's,
0: that's, it's like a St. Louis icon.
2: Well, it's not in Saint Louis; it's in Saugatuck. I
0: understand that, but
2: but see, it'll make you know.
0: We we are associated with it on a collective level.
2: And by the way, I I talked to Lida Cruzen the other day, and she told uh-huh. me she told me she says, you know what? Um, we saw the charity She said she she called me up and she said, we're a little bit upset with you. I go, why is that? She goes, well, you bought the new name of the city. I go, what are you talking about? She says we went on GoDaddy and we looked for, we were going to, you know, buy WestSage.com. So we're going to be able to switch everything over and you own it. I go, I do. And, <laughs>
0: you know, that doesn't surprise me at all. She, and
2: she says, she says, well, we want that. And I go, I'll make you a deal.
0: Oh, how hilarious.
2: So anyway, um, so I go to I go with oh, the, with a bunch funny. of friends, and we go over to. I don't even know which one it was. As a matter of fact, we didn't we didn't go to the ones in Saugatuck. We went the ones in 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 uh, what is it, Madison, Illinois? You know the other place over there. There's a bunch of them along 64. I, I think the, those were all shut down too. It Used to be called Hollywood. I don't know what it is anymore. So you're supposed to take dollars with you as a guy because you know the routine, right? Uh huh. Women come over, dance, and you're supposed to put the dollar in the depository, so to speak. If you know what I'm saying. <clears throat> Get, get what I'm saying?
0: Oh, I know what you're saying. <laughs> okay. Yeah.
2: So, I took my Susan B. Anthony dollars.
0: Okay. Oh, wh- how funny! Which
2: look like <laughs> which which are a little bit larger than a quarter. So yeah, they are. And the they're one, gold? No, no. These were these are silver. The old Susan B's are 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 silver oh, they're yeah, not gold. Yeah, yes. they're the bigger ones, yeah. right? Okay. So, woman yeah. comes over and she's dancing in front of me, and I make my deposit and she reaches down pulls it out and throws it at me and hits the hits me in the face and says I don't take no blankety blank quarters and I go ma'am that's a susan b anthony dollar a lady for a lady and she smiles at me and she says give it back to me <laughs>
0: That's actually pretty adorable, Brad.
2: That is a true story. I swear that
0: <laughs> I believe you actually. I, I can see you I can see you giving her um, you know, change. Well, you, you know, like coined dollars. You know, I, I can see you doing that.
2: I love coins. And
0: I can see you saying something like that. So I love, that was that was actually a, a pretty cute little charming well, thing. She probably still remembers that.
2: I love those gold dollars. And you know I know you do. And the crazy thing is they're getting hard to find again. I mean, I went to the bank recently. Oh, we don't have any. Now, I can you can still ride Metrolink because if you put, you know, you know that's the deal if you go to Metrolink, the, the the change they give you is in is in dollar coins and I know of at least two laundromats and I have been known to go in and use the dollar changer at the laundromat because the the machines only take dollars, dollar coins. They don't take any folding money. They just take dollar coins. So when you go to this, you know, like I said, I know of two laundromats that, you know, I will go from time to time and put a $10 bill in there and get 10 gold dollars. And for a while, matter of fact, I had at one point in time, I think it was up to about three or $400 worth of them.
0: And you, of course, saved it.
2: No, I spent them.
0: What would you spend it on, Sajay?
2: <laughs> you don't want to know.
0: <laughs> no, I probably don't.
2: I went and bought something. You're
0: absolutely correct. I probably don't want to. And
2: go. the guy got mad at me because I showed up with $300 in gold coins and he wasn't happy with me.
0: He wasn't happy with you? He
2: wasn't happy with me. I now, can't
0: imagine anybody see, not being happy I, with you. Brian. I don't I don't understand
2: that. If like let's say let's say somebody owed me $10,000, you know, big, you know, fairly, fairly large amount of money, okay? Let's say they yes. owe me $10,000. And they call me up and they go, hey, man, I got your money. It's in the back of my truck. It's all change. I go, fine, bring it over. You know, I'll take it. doesn't bother me. Now, there was... People are funny about the well, money. Well, there was a deal, and I still remember this. This is in the Post-Dispatch, and it's so funny because people know that I'm quirky with change. I probably got this article sent to me like five or six times. And it was a very sad story, and it, was, it involved a guy and a fairly rich guy here in the St. Louis area, whose son was killed in a car accident. Aww. And it had to do with the fact that something about they were hit by a train, and I can't remember the whole particulars. But somehow or another, he got paid by one insurance company, and then he got paid by another insurance company because of the fact that he had—I think he had an insurance policy on his son—and then the two insurance companies got into a fight. And it came down to the fact that uh, under the terms of the policies that only one of the insurance companies should have paid him. So, so it was... he
0: was double dipping in their eyes. Well, no, 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 no,
2: it was, I mean, but it, but this was, this was, the, it, it involved some attorneys getting involved with it and say, well, you're not entitled to all that money. You know, I'm going like, okay, he lost his son, you know, it wasn't his fault. His son was in a car driven by somebody else, and I think the other guy was, let's just say. Incapacitated, or inebriated. Okay, it's one of those kind of deals, and so it's. Isn't
0: that funny? Not funny, haha, but funny peculiar that you can be completely trashed and drive, get in an accident, and you, by all rights, completely trashed, should have been, your life should have been ended, but you only walk away with a scratch.
2: Well, there's a whole theory behind that that people don't tense up. What is that? Oh no, there's a whole theory. Oh,
0: because you're really loose. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and you're not,
0: you're not right.
2: Right, that's you hear that all okay, the time. Where you hit a guy, a drunk driver. He has a, you know, he's he's drunk. You know, he's like blows a, you know, like the high number, like point oh two or something. You know, like whatever it is, or point two. And and he's in a car accident, and he gets you know, scrape, broken finger, you know, you know, bump on his head, and four people are killed. And it turns out that he survived, and part of it is because you become so sort of like, Ugh, you know, and and when you're not, you tense up. Anyway, this this his son was in a car accident. And he got paid out by this other insurance company and a law firm was hired to get the money back. So they sued him for the money and it was like a fairly substantial amount of money. I think it was like half a million dollars, like four hundred fifty thousand dollars, something like that. And he fought it and fought it and fought it and fought. It. Finally his attorney said, You're not gonna win. So he hired an armored car and he had the money in quarters. And If you've seen the way they do it now, it's not like the old money bag things. They have these like, these big clear bags. If you ever seen like how they do money now, it's like big clear bags.
0: I haven't. I thought it was those those. No,
2: it's not. Ugly camp. cloth bags. No, they don't use those anymore. It's like big big heavy duty plastic bags. So he hires, and this was over in Illinois, some places like like Dupo or something like that. He hires an armored car company to take two hundred thousand dollars in quarters. And deliver it to this attorney's office, and it, I don't blame them. It was on pallets, so It'd be like a bike me so, kind so of thing. The the armored car guys are stacking the money on pallets with a pallet jack, you know, and they're they're rolling into this attorney's front office, and the attorney and his staff are like dumbfounded. What are we gonna do? What are we gonna do with all this money? So, and the attorney is saying like, I'm gonna have to hire security because. You know, and, I, and he said this thing to myself because now people know that there's because a, a crowd grew in the whole bit oh look at this they're you know bringing money and it's in quarters you know and and he said the attorney was like the, the attorney that sued this guy and was on the receiving end of these quarters is saying, I'm going to have to hire a security guard to stay here all night because I called my bank and they won't take it. I have to take it to the Federal Reserve Bank in downtown St. Louis or something crazy like that. And I'm going like, okay, who's going to break into your place to steal quarters? You know what I mean? Like, hey, let's go down to the attorney's office. He's got a quarter million dollars in quarters sitting in his lobby. Let's go in and, oh, and on, how are we going to get it out of there? (laughs) <laughs> we need a truck. We need a pallet jack. We need, you know, you know what I'm saying? I mean, and that's the one I advantage do. to it is that if you had a lot of money, like let's say you had it like in pennies, you had a quarter million dollars in pennies. I mean, you know, somebody could break into your house, and maybe they could get away with a hundred bucks. You know what I'm saying? I mean, but it, they they wouldn't get much, right?
0: No, you wouldn't. Yeah.
2: Well, anyway.
0: Oh, oh it's seven seven forty two.
2: You didn't like my story.
0: I did like your story.
2: You didn't like it. See, here... Why?
0: Because I'm not gushing?
2: Listeners of the BS in the Morning Show, let me give you a clue. (laughs) Whenever Shelly gives the time, that means, Brad, shut up. You're dying. And I go,
0: okay. Okay, normally I would agree with you. (laughs) But in this instance, I gave the time because there was like um, a... You had stopped talking and then there was like a, a lull. There was like silence. And if there's anything that I've ever been taught, silence on the radio is deadly.
2: Okay, so here, let's turn things around. You be me for a minute and I'll be Shelly. Okay, go ahead and say something. Say something to I me. I would
0: love to be in your brain no, no, for no, one one single day. No. No, day
2: no, You 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 and
0: walk in your shoes.
2: You 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 let's turn it around. You you be me for a minute and just say like, you know, hey, just say hey, just say this is Brad BS in the morning and then say, "Hey Shelly," and I'll be Shelly. Okay, go ahead and do it. <laughs> I don't want to. No, go go ahead and do it. Go ahead and do it.
0: Okay. Hey, everyone. This is Brad with BS in the Morning. Hey, Shelly, how you doing?
2: Oh, 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 oh. I couldn't find my microphone.
0: <laughs> You're such a stinker.
2: Westplex <laughs> 107.1. Ah, the day we fell in love. 7.53. Good morning. It's BS in the Morning. I'm Shelley. She's Brad. Okay. Talked about this last hour. I put this picture up on my Facebook page, and if you look at it, if you give it a real quick look, it looks like um, an AR-15, and I know that. I, I'm being a guy that knows about guns. I, I hate, know
0: which picture you're talking about.
2: I hate to say an AR-15 because, oh, it's a terrible, nasty rifle. It's an assault rifle, okay? And the title, and actually, I, I, this, was a, this was a share that I got from somebody else, Don, Don Spies, S-P-I-E-S. And the the, the the caption on the top of the picture says, give me one reason why any civilian needs access to something like this, okay? Now, if you just look at it and you're an anti-gun person, which is funny because I put this up and I got all sorts of comments on my Facebook page. Nobody needs one of these. It's not a gun. It's nothing but camera equipment. The barrel is actually a tripod that's folded up. Then what looks like a grenade launcher is actually a microphone. Then what looks like the magazine is an audio recorder. And the, the, essentially the receiver, the main part of the gun, is actually a camera body with no lens on it. looks like like a Nikon or a Canon. And then above it, what looks like a telescopic scope is actually a, a lens from a camera. And then the stock of the gun... Supposedly, is a telephoto lens with another telephoto lens with a battery pack on the end of it, and the Nikon camera strap, which comes out of the camera, looks like it's the sling for the gun. Okay, so when you look at it, you go, oh, it's an AR-15. It's a terrible gun. They shouldn't have those. And there's all sorts of comments on here about you know, as a matter of fact, one of them. It's funny because somebody puts, uh, somebody puts. Um, this is a guy. He writes, to cowardly kill school-aged children on a playground. Okay. And once again, it says, the, the picture says, give me one reason why any civilian needs access to something like this. So people are at, whoa, it's a terrible gun. So this guy writes, to cowardly kill school-aged children on a playground. And somebody replies to him, dude, it's a camera. And then he goes, and then the other guy goes, oh, LOL. And I even saw this post days ago. It's what I get for distracted surfing, which I thought was sort of funny. And there's a bunch of them on here now. Some of them, some of them like get it to take really good pictures, you know. But then there's things like protect your property. It's not a gun, um, you know. And then you know, and then and then one of them says defunding of the police. Okay, once again, it's not a gun. But what's so funny about it is, is that people see that. And when I first saw it, I thought to myself. Okay, that's not a gun. What is that? Because when your eye just hits it, you know what I'm talking about? Did you look at it?
0: Yeah, I'm looking at it now actually.
2: Did you when you first looked at it, did you think, "Oh, it's a it's a rifle. It's a terrible."
0: I, did. I, I actually did. And I'm like
2: But when you look at you know there's at a
0: lot of truth to that. Why would anybody, you know, deserve to or or have the that I thought it was a gun. And but, I'm not anti-gun,
2: but but see, once again, but what now that
0: sh- you mention it, I look at it and I see
2: cameras. You, okay, you see, well, you the, the 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 barrel of the gun is the tripod. You see that? Yep,
1: yep. You
2: know, and then you see, you see the, the 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 magazine is like an audio recorder, like the one you have. You know, it's it's pretty similar to the one you have. You know, what I'm talking about. And then it looks like the grenade launcher is a microphone. See, it's a microphone, and then and then the. The the um, uh, the grip of the gun is actually another audio recorder. See that it's like one of those small. I think it's like a Sony audio yeah, recorder. Yeah. And then the body of the camera is a Nikon. I mean, the, you know, that's the, the middle of the gun. Yeah. And then there's a big lens on top of it. And then there's a big long telephoto lens out the back. Actually, two telephoto lenses back to back. And there's a battery pack on the end of it at an angle, which looks like the butt. You know, the butt uh, the butt of the stock of the gun. You
0: know. <laughs> Have you given me a Nikon camera?
2: No, no but but what what's, what's Yeah,
0: I'm like I don't have one.
2: Well, what's crazy about it is it's like okay, everybody goes But
0: it's about me. Everybody goes, Why can't they have a camera, Brad?
2: I'll give you a camera. You uh, you want a camera? I'll give you a Nikon D1.
0: Okay. Okay. I'll
2: give it to you. Okay?
0: Okay. Thank I'll, you.
2: Okay, so anyway, if you go take a look at my Facebook page, <laughs> I I think it's sort of funny because of the fact that it's like everybody you know like, and see what's interesting is Half the people got what it was. Hey, it's for taking pictures, you know? Like, and a couple people make comments like, you know, like, hey, you know, it's it's great for those, those long shots, you know, and then LOL, you know, like, they know what they're talking about. It's a camera with telephoto lens, and stuff like that. But the other people are like, to kill kids in a schoolyard. Yeah, right. You're going to do it with a tripod? <laughs> what are you going to do? Hit them over the head with it or something? You know? <laughs> I mean,
0: like, yeah. come
2: on. So, anyway.
0: That was, that was an intense... Uh...
2: You supposed to, you supposed yeah, people
0: are kind of uh, <sighs> wow. People
2: just jump to conclusions, you know, you know. They just,
0: they to, they totally do. It's like, I oh, did. It's a
2: terrible gun. It shouldn't shouldn't have one. Okay, whatever. 759. oh seven point one Jason DeRulo, uh, in his trademark, he says his name at the beginning of the song. Don't you think that's crazy? I do. Every song, I think almost every song that uh, is a hit, I don't know if he does it on every single song he does, but <clears throat> the ones that turn into hits, it seems like he's got, you know, if you listen to it, almost all the songs he does, he says his name at the beginning. 806, it's good morning. <laughs> no, it,
0: That's what we should do. Brad
2: But he says it real loud in this one. I mean, it's, 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 it's there. I mean, you it's can, part of the song. Well he says it just here, hold on a minute, we'll go in. let me see if I can find it real quick.
0: I think we should do that. We should go and any song we should go BS in the morning. <laughs> okay,
2: here, here let what me here, let me bring it up. It just oh, played so you don't like that idea? No, here, here okay. Ready? Here we go. Okay. okay I'll play, Ladies play, and gentlemen play the that's beginning.
0: When okay. he doesn't like the, no, no. Day, no, he no just, like I never talked. Just, no, here we go. See?
2: Right there, Jason Derulo, which is, you know, once again, it's like, it's sort of like a deal, which quite honestly, I sort of think is cool, you know? I mean, it's like its signature. How many other artists, you know, like, you know, hey, the Beatles, you know, <laughs> I mean, like, you know, like, hey, Cardi B, you know, like, they, they never do that. Some of them do, but, 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 you know, I mean, like, every once in a while I hear somebody do it, but majority of it, it's like, it's like, okay, what happened here? Something went, my computer went nuts again. Okay, da, 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 there we go. Okay. So, um, couple things. I mean, why in the world is this doing this? You're going like, who cares, right? There we go. That's where it should be. Okay. Um, It is 8.07, BS in the morning. It's a Wednesday hurricane is just battering the daylights out of uh, the uh, gulf uh, northern gulf, gulf shore states alabama pensacola florida where my son is talked to him last hour things aren't looking good uh the hurricane is moving at like two to three miles an hour it's just dumping tons of water in there uh, my son said that some spots in pensacola they are already reporting 50 inches of rain 50 inches of rain I mean, 50 inches of rain would be more than we get in the entire St. Louis area in a year. You know what I mean? Like in one day, like in a couple hours. God, I can't believe that. A couple things to talk about. Uh, We talked about the situation with these uh, protesters in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, who uh, got arrested and put in jail with a million dollars bond. How about this one? Oregon man, the guy is arrested for starting brush fires with a Molotov cocktail. Okay? So they, they, they catch him. Take him to jail, process him. They let him go and own recognizance or, he, or, he, or he, some small bond. I can't remember what it was, but he got right back out. Guess what he did? What? Starts six more fires. <laughs> Can you believe it? I mean, it's like it's like crazy nuts. And I mean, and if you've seen these pictures, there's pictures I'm looking at this morning of Los Angeles. I mean, the visibility looks like it's about, you know, like maybe about a half mile to a mile. And it's this crazy, weird, sort of orangish haze. You ever been in a place that's had, like, like you know, like a lot of forest fires? It's not like...
0: I have not. Well, I've never seen a forest fire, no. Well, it's, and and uh, quite frankly, I don't really need to. It's, that's not on my bucket list. Well, it's
2: not like smoke, smoke. You know, like you see if a building that's on fire, you'll see like it's sort of like gray to black kind of smoke. This is sort of like, I don't know, um, you know... It's, it's like I said, it's sort of an orangey kind of smoke. Geez, I can remember years ago. Um, first time I went to California, I drove to California. I was a young guy and I didn't have air conditioning in my car and I went from Las Vegas and I went through LA. This would have been a long time ago. And then I went down to San Diego and I got my hotel room and I changed my clothes. And I put on different set of clothes. And I took the clothes that I've been wearing, and I put them in my closet because you know I thought to myself, eh, you know I'm not—I didn't carry that much stuff with me on vacation, so I just took a minimal amount of clothes. And I thought I'll hang them up, and you know maybe I'll use them again, you know, later. Okay? It was like shorts and t-shirts, something like that. So I go out to dinner that night. I come back in my hotel room, and I open the door, and I go, man, what smells in here? Something stinks. And I'm, you know, sniffing around all over the place and going. I can see you. Well, I'm going like I'm going. Like, okay, did somebody die in here or something like that? Because it didn't, you know, at least it didn't smell like that when I left. And I'm sniffing around. and I go in this little closet where my clothes are. It was my clothes I had on when I drove through L.A. with the windows down. And you know how you get nose blind to things. You know what I'm talking about? Nose uh-huh, blind. Yeah. Yeah. You you can't. You know, you're 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 in it all day long and you can't smell it. And I thought to myself, Oh my god. And it was like all the pollution in my clothes. Now, that was back way back when, when L.A. had really nasty pollution. I mean, to the point where it just looked like London fog all the time, you know, because it was so bad. And it's cleaned up quite a bit. But still, if you look at matter of fact, I'm, I'm looking at my little weather app here, and I'm going through the cities. And, you know, going through, okay, St. Louis is sunny in 61. Kansas City, sunny in 63. Anchorage, 48, showers. Mobile, Alabama, 75, hurricane. Pensacola, 77, hurricane. Paradise, that's uh, Las Vegas, 77, mostly clear. Memphis, 73, sunny. Los Angeles, 64. What does it say? Unhealthy air quality for sensitive groups. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so it's like that's not good, and it's mostly due to all the, uh, the the fires out there. It's crazy, and there's some rain that's coming in off the Pacific that they think is hopefully going to uh, douse some of these uh, fires. But you know, you got nuts, and see that once again. You know, everybody talks about, oh, it's global warming. It's like, okay, what about this guy that, that, you know, got arrested for throwing a Molotov cocktail into the woods and starting one fire? And then and then he comes back and start. they let him out of jail and he starts six more fires. Or the big fire was started by a gender reveal party where they shot some kind of pyrotechnic off. And, you know, and instead of going, you know, pink and blue, it went orange and lit this huge fire. And people, oh, it's global warming. No, it's called human beings, you know what I'm saying? It's human beings, crazy. Now, I get it, some of the stuff is nature, it's lightning strikes and things like that, but yet, you know, explain it to me. Why is it global warming?
0: I don't know. Why I don't is it? Understand global warming? Well, but
2: but why is it that here you got one guy who you know, admittedly, he started seven fires with Molotov cocktails. You got the people that you know had the gender reveal party that got out of hand, um, and yet, and and you know, and and then you got the lightning strikes. Okay, so. Do we have more lightning strikes because of global warming? Is that what they're saying? And and you know, I get it because you know. So no, but
0: you know, you you do have more lightning strikes when it's 4th of July and all the um I mean, have you ever noticed that like after a really good 4th of July, um the sky's actually the next day it rains. Did you ever notice that?
2: So you're saying it's the fireworks that cause the rain the next day?
0: I I do. I believe that. Yes. That's what they used to do back in the western days. You know, they used to have are you laughing at me? Yes, I am,
2: because that's one of the most ridiculous things I've ever heard. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> it's,
0: it's, that's, so. what the, that's what the medicine mans used to do. Oh. They would start, the you know, The medicine
2: rain. man did that. Okay. You know,
0: they would sit there and travel from town to town.
2: <laughs> you sure you're not talking about the sound of music when the music man and he got a trombone and caused the rain? Don't you remember that? No, no. There's that's that not what I'm talking There's about. There's that scene in the music it's man. It's a real thing, where he gets Well, it was a real thing. 70, you remember the song, 76 trombone started the hailstorm.
0: Okay, whatever, but I will tell you that, um, oh, see, now you got me all ker- ker- Plunked, and now so, I don't so, even know oh, what oh, I was oh, going oh, to oh, say.
2: Oh, let's back up a minute. Let's recap. Shelley has just made the pronouncement that the reason we have rain usually on July 5th, the, the, of Ju- the day after, after the 4th of July, of July, is because of the fireworks on the 4th of July. Exactly. Okay, so <laughs> It's true. So so the same situation so on January 1st we always have rain because people shoot fireworks off on New Year's Eve, right? So if that was the same case, you know, July, you know, January 31st, people shoot fireworks off and then on January, or excuse me, December 31st they shoot fireworks off and then on January 1st it rains, right?
0: That's probably what happened this year because this year is totally sucked.
2: <laughs> oh, so, so, so so let's call let's call somebody out at the weather bureau in Weldon Spring and say is there any truth to the rumor? I
0: double dog dare you.
2: <laughs> well, you, first off, if you dial the number, you couldn't get anybody to answer. You know, nobody would answer. You know, so you know what I'm saying? First off, you I, I don't know if you Can you find a number? Here, hold on a minute. <laughs> this gets interesting. Let me see if I can find find the number. <laughs> oh. Uh, whether, Thank
0: you for validating my uh, intelligence. Service, I, I love that about you. Thank
2: Weldon, you. Weldon spring. Phone number. Hold on. S p r i n g. Okay. Phone number. Okay. Let's see what happens. Okay. Uh, and oh, here's the number. Hold on. Uh, Saint Louis, Missouri. Uh, phone. Uh, okay. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> well, we'll we'll try. <laughs> we'll try to see if somebody will answer. Hold on. Here. Uh, 8467. Okay, we'll see what happens here. Oh, it's busy. There must be other radio stations calling. Here, let me try it one more time. Or maybe they they heard us and they put the phone on hold so they wouldn't have to talk to us. 8467. Oh, it's ringing.
3: We've reached the National Weather Service office in St. Louis. For automated weather information, press 1. To speak with a meteorologist, press 2.
2: Okay, we'll see. Okay.
0: Please wait a moment.
2: Okay, we're waiting a moment. This is going to be interesting, Shelley. Are you excited?
0: I'm, I am, actually. <laughs> Because I will be
1: validated. National yeah, sure, well, Service have to buy me
2: lunch or you. something. Hey, uh, my, my name is Brad Hildebrand, and I'm with Radio Station Westplex 1071, and you're on the air right now. Is that okay? Did we put you on the air?
1: Well, I mean, what what questions do you have, or what? Uh... I,
2: I, I I have a strange question. My co-host Shelley Barr said that the fireworks on July 4th caused rain to happen on July 5th. Is there any meteorological reason for that?
1: Yeah, that that's pretty. That'd be very hard to prove. I mean, the fireworks um, they do add some particulates into the atmosphere that I guess could uh, contribute to some cloud condensation nuclei. Um, but as you know, usually if it rains the next day, usually usually it has nothing to do with the fireworks. Um, like I said, I couldn't couldn't rule out if uh, area launch enough fireworks that. And there, there could be a little bit of extra um, particulates for cloud condensation nuclei, and could be a little bit of a uh, enhancement. Or they used to do cloud seeding experiments. But usually, if it rains the next day, usually there's a lot more uh, involved than, than just the, the fireworks. Um, usually, if if, the, if you never had the fireworks, you probably would still get rain. Like I said, there. Um, like I said, it would be very difficult to prove one way or another if the, the fireworks actually had uh, much of an impact on the rain amounts or if it enhanced the rainfall. Any, Like I said, I, I, it may be possible, but there probably would be fairly uh, fairly little effect one way or another.
2: Okay, that's that's what I thought, and I appreciate your time. Thank you so much.
1: Oh, that's no problem.
2: Uh-huh. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay, so is that a win for you or me? <laughs>
0: I think it's a win for both of us. It's a win-win situation. Well, he
2: said it's... because
0: he basically said that I was right.
2: Oh, he did, did he? Yeah, I think he said your odds were better at at winning Powerball tonight than having that right.
0: I don't think he said that. Uh,
2: I think that's what he said. <laughs> so no, he
0: said I was right. Oh, I yeah. invalidated. I am so you're going am you're gonna superwoman. You're gonna, no gonna, not superwoman. No wonder woman. That's who I am.
2: You're gonna interpret that that he said that I think he the last thing he said was it's pretty hard to connect the two, isn't that what he said? And you're saying oh Yes, he,
0: but he did say, but it is true oh, he said that it's, there are particulates that fire fireworks uh, yeah, put particulates but, in the air that could cause a little atmospheric disturbance. Do you know how many fireworks you'd have to shoot off to do that? I mean, well we do that all the time. Okay, mark my words. Well this year didn't count because this year sucked. But uh, did anybody year, did
2: anybody do fireworks this year? I don't even remember. Exactly.
0: Well, there I'm, were some people, but you know, you know, it, you know, it, you know this year was just a suck I, year. I, 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 but anyway, so next I mean seriously, next year, make a mental note of it. We'll put this on our calendar and see what happens on July fifth.
2: Well, I bet you if you go back and you look because but here here's the problem with your theory though. Okay, do do what that it's right? No. Do do only people in the Saint Louis area fire fireworks off? Because if your theory was correct, like every little small town, you know, across the country, you know, and every big town has a fireworks display on July fourth. So wouldn't that make it that the next day would rain all over the country? Every place it would rain if you, were th- if you were right, because they're firing fireworks off all over the country, all the way from Seattle down to Miami, all the way from, from you know, Maine down to you know, San Diego, and every place in between. Fireworks, 4th of July. Hey, come see our fireworks display. It's 4th of July. You know Nationally, you see, you see the big one display in Washington, D.C. You see the big one out in Las Vegas. Wouldn't there be rain everywhere in the country on the 5th then?
0: Possibly. But I only know <laughs> about Saint Louis the Saint Louis metro area because this is all I've known. Except for Oklahoma City. Okay. And Springfield. So
2: so so mm-hmm. once again, I think that what she, we should once do again, is Once again
0: Shelly is right. On on and Brad on, is
2: on, on, on that note. Incorrect. On that note, I think we should duck out of here with our newly while acquired we still, theme song we still okay. have her name yes okay <laughs> say goodbye Shelly
0: everybody have a great day it's hump day this is Brad and Shelly with BS in the morning